time to spark it up with the kennel linguists. Yeah. I mean, look what happened in Colorado. They're like, oh, Colorado's going to run out of weed. <laughs> the fact that you got to go to McDonald's and get a value meal supersized on the state, that never happens anyway. With your hosts, April O'Connor. You need to smoke weed after you go to the whorehouse because yeah, you're kind of being contemplative and wondering... <laughs> Like a store gun store, like a store gun store. <laughs> Check cash in place. That sounds familiar. And Alex Mandelberg. It's like Tyson hit her in the vagina. <laughs> that, I feel like, is where the line is. I feel like the line is, if it can make you better, it's performance enhancing. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but about Apple. Yeah, let's do it. Back after a very long delay of getting married and going on honeymoons and people working and stuff, the cantilinguist back from home, hiatus. Back from our months of hiatus of uh, yeah, Alex Mandelberg, April O'Connor. Uh, we got uh, the DEA removing uh, incorrect info from their website. A weed catapult, cannabis caucuses formed, pot sommelier classes, and social club in Colorado. But you know, how you been? It's been a while. Uh huh. A lot, a lot of personal shits happened in the last few months since we've been off the air. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got married. I'm fucking married now. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you were you were in. My, I was there. You were not just there. You were in the was, bridal party. You I were was in it. You were in the wedding. It I, was. Uh, it so was, far as I, the, I can the bridal, tell, the bridal party was three comics and a porn star. Yes, it was all comics from Boston too. Yeah, it was. It was all comics from Boston. <laughs> interestingly enough. Uh, yeah, my mine consisted of two comedians, uh, an actor, and an oil driller. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, and I was the shortest one amongst them by quite a bit, which kind of sucked. Hilarious. <laughs> Ruppel was the closest one to me in height, but then he's close, close to six feet without being. So he's the shortest. But Anthony's like six one, six two. Teddy's six one. Riff's like six three. Giants. Yeah, all big boys. It was so fun to be in Vegas, though. It was. It was was my first Jewish wedding and my first Vegas. It was. It wasn't a religious wedding. We were married by a by a man with a mohawk and face piercings. We were married by our best friend, our and the man who lives in the house with us, Mitch. Uh, He was our officiant. Which is, so far as I right. can tell, I've been checking Co- around. Co-owner of Riffopolis Co-owner Studios. of the Riffopolis Studios that we record in. Uh, so far as I can tell, and I've checked around, I think we had the shortest ceremony on record. Oh, yeah. From the time that the music started playing and I started fun. walking up, which, by the way, to give you an idea how I was, what was during the, dance, the wedding. What was the though, when they put the, put the horror, the chair? The horror. That's a Jewish wedding thing. Yeah, so well, yeah, even, okay. If, if dancing the horror makes it a Jewish wedding, then yes, it was a Jewish wedding. I but. Yeah, I mean, that was that was cool for my experience. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, so just to give you a point of my where I was at, uh, I had had so much to drink before the ceremony even started. Yeah. When my parents took my arms and the music started playing, I took two steps and realized I had a full glass of whiskey in my hand and I was on my way to get married. And I wasn't going to have an opportunity to put this glass of whiskey down. So I had to stop my parents and put the glass of whiskey down. Okay, now we can start walking again. So from that moment to when I smashed the glass, which is also a Jewish thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone said Mazel Tov, which is another Jewish thing. And then we kissed at the end of the ceremony was seven and a half minutes. That's awesome. It was fast. Yeah. We were like, do you, do you, let's fucking party. Let's do this. 
My cousin did that. It was I think his was maybe fifteen minutes at the most, and then they had a whole open bar run while they took pictures. Well, I did, what I didn't think about because I in when I was picturing it in my mind because the thing was you know we knew that we were going to have everyone standing during the ceremony because everyone we did our ceremony in the ballroom and we just had everyone stand in a circle around us and we stood in the middle of that circle. And did the very fast ceremony, and everyone was holding these electric candles that we had bought. And I was like picturing, like, oh, how beautiful it'll be. Everyone holding, you know, the candle and be surrounded by, you know, the the love and the light that is our friends and the pretty, you know, cheesy the shit. Chandeliers. And as as soon as I actually got to the middle of the circle, I looked around. It, everyone did have a candle mm-hmm. in one of their hands, and that was beautiful. And everyone had shown up, and the open bar was already open, so everyone else had a drink in their other hand. <laughs> so we like people were smashed during our ceremony. Oh yeah, it was the drunkest wedding I had been to in a long time. Oh my! Snapchats. I'm proud to say that my that was Snapchats mine. Snapchats were so. I just showed her all those. I, they progressively got sloppier and sloppier. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a slop fest, man. Not just sloppy, but I would go with amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with I mean a little more on the vulgar side, but you know I like that shit. So yeah, no, it was it was awesome. I mean, it was a drama free wedding, which is always what everybody likes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember he they they didn't have Jameson, and then the guy was like, "I'm like, no, listen, you have to go get Jameson." And he goes, "Okay, I'll go look." And then when he come, he showed it to me, and I said, "Don't let anybody but me and the groom drink." <laughs> and then when yeah, I came I came back, I asked for the Jameson. He goes, it's all gone. I was like, oh, man. He goes, well, just so you know, he's like, it was, I gave it, it was to Alex, though. And I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I drank a lot of I that. just gave him like a 20 and was like, don't let anybody else drink this, please. Dude, I, I, it was, uh, it, it was, yeah, it was very drunk. A uh, lot of, lot of cake eating, so much food. I thought, I didn't think there was going to be that much food. And then I got in there. I was like, oh, my God, there's a lot yeah, of fucking food. There's a lot of Holy food. shit. There's a lot. There's almost too much food. It was a ridiculous amount of food. And uh, yeah, then we went on our honeymoon, which was amazing. We went to New York for 10 days. They had a little apartment in Chelsea. Aww. A garden apartment. So we had a private entrance, a backyard for smoke and weed. <laughs> uh, that was like an important thing. I was like, I, we were looking for places with balconies. Because I was like, I need, to have, I need to be able to smoke some weed. Did you Airbnb? And, uh, yeah, we Airbnb. And um, then, uh, yeah, we fucking, we found this place. There was a garden apartment. And a whole backyard. And our first night there, our first day there, it snowed. And so we went into the backyard and it was all covered in snow. And Sydney got to build a snowman, a very small snowman, but a snowman all the same. And uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was, it was a great experience. And then since the new year started, man, I've had to work to pay for all of that shit <laughs> because her family didn't pay nothing. My family, like, you know, I got a nice little wedding present for my dad. Oh, that's good. That uh, my mom's wedding present was she got us our hotel room for You went to the we snow. Yeah. For your honeymoon. I, I, oh, we loved it. We, I, I, we both are love cold. And, you know, the the problem with going somewhere tropical is I'm going to want to get in the water. And Sydney's got the inner ear problem, so she can't dive. So it's like, eh, for our honeymoon, we're going to be wanting to do different things if we're at a beachy place. Ah, uh, yeah. But you're going to want to sit on the beach and drink, and I'm going to want to go get in the water. You Snowmen, know. though. I mean, I'm just from New England, so I'm just, that's not... Yeah, my, no, snow isn't anything special not, to you. That's not, As that's a Southern not, California boy... my ideal 
Like as a Southern California boy, any, like, I fucking love the snow. Yeah, There's I get nothing it. makes me happier you're than sub- a blizzard. You're definitely a Cali boy. That's yeah, for that, sure. Because when I went and visited my friends in New York last year, it was like what, it was the first day the snow sticked. It was yeah. my second day there, and I wake up to them going like, "Ah, fuck, the snow stuck." And I ran to the window like a kid on Christmas Eve. I was like, "It's snowing! It's stuck! It oh yeah!" And I walked 85 blocks that day. Yeah, just fucking trudging through the snow. I so. Mean, Happy. It's nice when there's, you know, it's the it's the the season for it. Yeah, and like meaning like New York, where you get the 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 snow on the trees. It's so pretty. But I definitely I don't know if that would be my choice. And, th- and it was vacation. something that we needed to brighten us up because I our elect our it. our wedding was ten days after the election. So oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, so we, we that definitely, was another thing that's happened since yeah, you know. our last recording is that we. Well, we're going to get to a lot of that because some of the stuff we're talking we about. We have an orange-faced dictator. Yeah, uh, who's, you know, somehow his own daughter is a Jew and he's an anti-Semite. So, <laughs> anyways, the DEA removes incorrect info from their website. Uh, you were telling me about it. It was, a, it was a group in Washington that petitioned them? No, Asa is actually... Or Asa. Asa is um, Don Duncan, which is uh, LAPCG and... It's in West Hollywood. It's one of the older dispensaries. And ASA, it's America's, uh, Americans for Safe Access. Okay, so yeah. An, We've talked about it's that It's a before. nonprofit advocacy group, and they went and filed a legal petition against the DEA to remove false information. So basically, basically to remove the reefer madness stuff. It, absolutely. Like that, I mean, okay, so some of those things that it said were that cannabis can cause psychosis, lung cancer, and permanent cognitive damage. And that's... It's in violation of the Information Quality Act. So that's enacted to ensure information is published, you know, properly and accurately by federal agencies that have to be reliable and factual. That weed smells good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I really like this weed that you're trimming on. It's it's fucking delicious smelling. Tangerine dream. Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not rescheduling, but it's something. It, it's it's definitely a huge step forward because I mean it's a federal agency that's they they didn't respond to the legal petition but they they you know action wise responded yeah they, they they didn't respond to them but they did decide they to take down they yeah. did act on the on what they were saying I mean I the problem is it's like going I. I don't I think it was big of them to do that because they didn't really need to because honestly there hasn't been any real honest research done on marijuana. Uh-huh. So it, you know saying the you know false information and all that stuff. Yes, you're right, but could you prove it? I don't know. But uh yeah, I'm ex- I'm happy about that. I'm happy about getting some of that reefer madness stuff off the fucking Yeah, they're they're starting to off ad- the website. Admit that it's not a gateway drug and it doesn't cause long-term brain damage. But there are still other... Uh, well, gateway drug has always been such bull... I, that's... I, I will never understand why people thought a gateway drug was... Like, you're going to do drugs or you're not going to do drugs and you're going to decide on a drug-by-drug basis. And if you have a more addictive personality, I'm it pretty, doesn't matter yeah. what you start with. You're I'm gonna, pretty sure alcohol is the gateway drug, though. But you know what? No, a, because I drink alcohol and I'm not I've not been gatewayed into worse drugs. I mean, I just think that those are the alcohol intensifies the effects of some drugs, so that's why it 
that seeing it more like a gateway of that for me. I the first shop I ever worked at, the one of the main one of the owners and too much, much alcohol much fuck up an MDMA the, trip though. The, so, you know. the spokeswoman for this dispensary I worked at, she called cannabis the gateway herb instead of the gateway drug. Because we worked with a lot of other medicinal herbs. We had a chemist that made these formulas that were ancient Chinese remedies with cannabis added to them. God, I've missed your hippie stories. I know. (laughs) Well, no, it's just meaning like there's people, they get so sick and they have no no other choice that they have to try this kind of thing. And then it leads them into other medicinal herbs. So someone that just relied on Western medicine their whole life, they might actually try reishi mushroom or... All that other hippie shit that I like to talk about. Oh, I mean, I'll list them off if like you, you want. Like you realize you still need a doctor and medicine if you're sick. Um, it's a thing. I will always accept doctors and med- I. I just had bronchitis. I took azithromycin. I was better. There are doctors out there though that are actually studying holistic modalities and have medical doctor you know md status yeah and most of them wear like a t-shirt underneath their lab coat usually something with like (laughs) tie-dye or fish they wear they wear sandals into the exam room no they they usually say things like hey man listen i get it like this shit like that okay and they 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 insist that you call them doctor their first name which is just let me show you respect. You went through eight years of medical school. I'm going to call you by your last fucking name. <laughs> I'm Dr. Connor. Dr. Connors? No, no, no. No, Connor. It's my first name. Dr. Connor. You just no, call me it's just Dr. Connor. A lot of this information that Dr. is really outdated and people are starting to see that they're – at least they're – if you're – Doing these herbs concurrent with medical treatment, you're having better results. And the movement of cannabis and the acknowledgement of its benefits proves that. So It's definitely got benefits. But I th- feel like it does more to assist than to actually tr- – like it, it works great in conjunction with actual like – like, you know, Chemo? Re- I, chemo let, that kills Let me people? call it uh, – let's say call it real medicine. I'll call it real metal. Like, it okay. works well in conjunction with real medicine. You get chemo. It, it listen. It sucks. It's terrible, but it does save lives. Mm-hmm. And that also sometimes just kills people slowly. Yeah, I mean, it saved my mom's life. Did she have breast cancer? Did she have chemo or radiation? Chemo and radiation. She had uh, breast cancer, and. Mm. Uh, Thankfully, you know, I mean, it's one of those things like when they catch it super. But that's the beauty. That's that's the Did I hate to say the beauty of on chemo. One, one or two. Huh? Just one. Did she get a mastectomy? No, 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 no. They didn't have they to just, because oh, they caught it early enough. Awesome. Uh, she. Um, what was it? Uh, basically, they caught it early enough that they were like, if we do chemo and radiation, we will literally be wiping it the fuck out. It won't have a chance. And that's the thing. Chemo can actually do that. It can actually make it where people are going to cancer and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is not a problem. Mm-hmm. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Chemo is the only drug that can do that. If she had just smoked weed, that would not have happened. Probably. Mm. There's not enough research. There isn't to, enough to, research to, to say to that. neither I'm, confirm nor deny. Yeah, no, I just, 
It, to shrink tumors, though? I no. mean, that's... No, that actually... there. There's actual medical research on cannabis shrinking tumors. And they've known well, that since the 60s, and they've suppressed the information. Well, that's, I mean... There, there, there's a lot of... Yeah. Better than chemo? I mean... Chemo the for the damage that it for does the damage to, chemo does yes chemo body. is not good for you. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but it it tears it's your poison. Liver up. It, yeah, it's poison. It it kill it kills everything it touches, including cancer. But it does kill a lot of things. Well, if you're, I know that there's a lot of things that I would probably try before I would actually try chemo, and maybe. You know, if that was ever my position, but at the same time, it's because I've watched a lot of people have negative effects from it. But I've also seen people survive, so I, I don't know. Well, hopefully, with the DEA changing this, this is a step closer to rescheduling, so that medical testing can actually occur. Because there's medical testing going on in MDMA right now, and uh, I would imagine more people overdose on that a year than overdose on marijuana, considering marijuana is zero. Dude, they're so. doing they're using ketamine for depression. Didn't you hear, like? Yeah, no. Neil, Neil Brennan yeah. is especially talks about how he did ketamine trips for depression. Yeah, yeah. Which was if you haven't seen that, guys, that shit is phenomenal. There's, a, there's a, I think it's a Netflix. Berkeley doctor who's who's microdosing people with MDMA to uh, treat depression. Studying that. mushrooms too, all that. Fucking A. Fucking so time. after that, uh, marijuana catapult found at the U.S.-Mexico border uh, bolted onto the fence that uh, separates our two wonderful, uh, right now, very divided countries. Okay, but how do we... I like that they called it... I like that I found this because it's it's awesome, but Amer- I mean, they could they could be throwing anything over that catapult like it could be oh yeah no that's it's not just a marijuana catapult it's a oh no i doubt that marijuana has ever been i'm I'm sure that is a cocaine catapult a heroin catapult definitely oh yeah uh but yeah that's probably a heroin cocaine catapult i you know i like that not that it's very it's a very subtle difference between weed catapults and cocaine catapults the cocaine catapult is just put together far more hastily oh so they, it says Border Patrol agents in uh, southern Arizona seized uh, two bundles of marijuana that were catapulted across the border from Mexico, which doesn't make sense to me at all because we got better weed over here. But, yeah, no. Nobody's uh, fucking buying Mexican weed anymore. So, well, uh, that's, that's... they were the, the, the cartel guys are probably just trying to throw it away because of how worthless it was. They figure, fuck it, we'll just chuck it over this fence. And then, yeah. Ooh, it says... Wow. And two bundles weighing more than 47 pounds combined. So it was one of those 25, like 25 pound pillows. They call them wallets. Nice. Yeah. It's like, like, it's not the brick stuff. It's like the fluffy stuff. Yeah. People. people And it's Arizona, which means, you know, just yet another reason for Sheriff Joe Arpaio to just keep going on his fucking anti-drug camp. He, boy, howdy. Talk about human beings who need to lose their fucking jobs. Sheriff Joe Arpaio, the sheriff of Arizona, he's a real piece of shit. He he basically believes that all drugs should stay illegal and should be as heavily enforced as physically possible. Loves spouting uh, reefer madness stuff. And uh, yeah, loves loves the idea of a border wall because, you know, that kind of a prick. If you live in Arizona, write hate mail to Joe Arpaio, please, just for me. 
But it just shows like how I guess that there's lots and lots of miles of border. Do you know exactly that number? Fifteen hundred miles of border that's not ocean. Yeah. Yeah, about fifteen hundred miles of uh, southern border. Okay, so they can't they can't monitor every foot of that. So or mile. So I mean, oh, I'm just like, uh, how uh, do they listen. not see this? Oh, because of course, if it's if something's that big, it's it's very hard to monitor all of it at the same time. So I'd imagine if it was a wall and not a fence, they would just they'd have to find a different way to secure it to the wall because it was it's a little bit easier to secure to a fence. But so they'll bolt it on. <laughs> you know, it's not that not that big of a difference. Can we talk about the wall? I mean, for for a bit, if you uh, if you want 60 to, sixty seconds. Because yeah, what, what what what? I just mean like really like that. Like, do other countries have walls? Uh, there was one famous one in Germany. Well, I know, about I believe the Ber- our pre- Berlin Wall. I believe our president famously told their president, their prime minister, to tear down that wall. Yeah, but I mean, China has a wall. Yeah, that was a different kind of a wall. That was. Wall. Cu- <laughs> I mean, listen, if there were Mongolians living south of us, I would be wary and wanting to build a wall too. No, it's a joke. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I mean that was talking about times when we were still fighting with spears and and sticks and tribe mentality. And listen, I get it. At that point, you you do have to build a wall, but uh, we, we have graduated past that point. And no, I don't think anybody in. These days needs a wall. I think it's a. But you're just gonna dig under it. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, no. There's a, there's a hundred. It's e- it's as easy to get over a wall. You climb. What over was it? it. Somebody said uh, that if they build the wall thirty feet, all that'll do is increase the market for thirty one foot ladders. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I believe that. I, honestly, when it comes to the whole government thing, I'm the I'm little f- giant. I'm far more upset about any of the travel ban stuff because I I have a lot of feelings about refugees because my fam my family did not immigrate to this country. We are refugees. My grandparents lived in a refugee camp in Russia after the war when they were liberated. They were given an option of going to Israel, or the United States. My grandfather's camp was liberated by Americans, and he went. Well, America saved my life. I want to go to America. And it took him two years of waiting, being vetted. This -hmm. was in the 40s that he was being vetted as a refugee to make sure that he was safe to come in. Mm -hmm. Waited, got his ticket with his wife, came on the boat over here, went through Ellis Island. Refugees. Mm -hmm. It's what we are. Uh, Jews have done pretty well as refugees. So, And you wouldn't have found a human being who loved this country more than my grandfather did until the day he died. Because this country saved his life. That's what... You're doing when you accept a refugee. You're bringing someone into your country who's going to love your fucking country. Yeah. Because your country gave them a chance. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but the wall is basically the same thing. It's, you know, it's it's dividing and not accepting. And listen, shit's rough in Mexico, too. People are coming up here, coming up here because they're desperate and they're scared. And they think this is the only way to maybe make my life better for my child. So, you know, but hey, because it's a wall... It's scalable, so I'm not that worried that it'll slow down immigration. I know, but it's just it's more the message anyways. It's yeah, it's obviously. a shit it's a shit message. It's a shit. It's message. a very shit message. Although staying on uh the government thing, uh here's some good news as far as government goes. US Representative Jared Polis joins with congressional colleagues to create the Cannabis Caucus. That is a group of uh House representatives who will caucus for marijuana. 
Yay. This is. He said cock. Yeah. Uh, the word. Listen, I just besides the fact that this is really awesome news, I will admit I love the word caucus. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to say. It's a, it is a good time. It tastes mm-hmm. good in the mouth. Caucus. You you had to read up on this story because you were just you were like, what's a caucus again? I'm like, yeah, so it's, it's basically just like a group of dudes who sit around and like this one thing rocks. And they're all like, yeah, that's cool with me. I mean, I just I political jargon is not my forte. However, I am intrigued by it and I want to learn more about it. But it's because I don't have a lot of faith in it. That's why I tend to glaze over and zone out. When yeah, I mean, really well, especially, things. you know, recently it's easy to get uh, deterred. So we've got we've got lawmakers or we've got are there. Their governors. Well, their, this came. The here's the thing. This came in an important time, and uh, because, and I would, I would venture if you sat down with Jared Polis in a private conversation and said, "Is this because you really think that weed needs an advocate in the, you know, in Congress right now? Like, is is the timing because you?" Th- because Jeff Sessions is going to be appointed our attorney general and you think that he's going to be very rough on marijuana. Mm -hmm. And I think he would say yes. I think that had a lot to do with this. You know, Jeff Sessions is from Alabama. The good old boy from the South. So we've got four members uh, of Congress that are putting their heads together or their cocks together rather. (laughs) And, And having a fucking pickle party for marijuana. And I'm down for that. I'm too. I mean, obviously. and two of them are Republicans, by the way. I, I, we have. Do we have? I mean, we don't have an official bet, but didn't I? Didn't I say? We did say that. A we Repo- did say. A Republican now the guy who founded this, Jared Polis, he is a Democrat. But uh, Dana Rohrbacher, who's a Republican Congresswoman from California, and Don Young, who's a Republican Congressman from Alaska. Not surprising; those are the two states that you got some Republicans from. California just passed legalization, and most counties overwhelmingly liked it. Um, and Don Young is from Alaska, which isn't so much Republican as it is Libertarian. And you know how those Libertarians are just like, you can't tell me I can't do things. It's a free country. And you're like, but – and then they're like, free country. And then you just stop talking to them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they joined uh, Earl Blumenhauser from Oregon and Jared Polis from Colorado. So all states that have voted for recreational legalization, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. Alaska, California, Oregon, and Colorado? And Nevada. Well, I'm just saying that the four states that we have representatives from from this. So, yeah, yeah, this is bipartisan, which is, I mean, today, (laughs) holy shit, bipartisan, you don't say. Uh, It's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool. And they want to change the country's attitude towards cannabis. Fuck yeah. Well, I think that they they, cocks together. They want to fight Jeff Sessions because they think Jeff Sessions is going to make it hard for marijuana. I I. I wouldn't be surprised to see DEA raids on dispensaries again. No. I know. I know we don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't. I don't believe it. <coughs> because everything, I mean, the dispensary raids that were happening in Los Angeles were as a result of Measure D, which was where people voted to 
only have the 135 original dispensaries and then no more because there was a point where there was more than McDonald's and Starbucks combined yeah, yeah. in the city of L.A. But now there is a, actually a measure on the ballot coming in March that's – there's M or N and M is basically – it's, it's going to make it so that Measure D goes out the window and pretty much – yeah, the, the city can be in charge of how it regulates cannabis again. And but the problem is, is that all of these are just local measures and local laws that. Well, that's the whole thing with AUMA that. You, but but when we're talking it about to the city and when county. we're talking about why these people felt the need to form this, it, I mean, yeah, those laws are doing great. But the problem is, is that if our attorney general, uh, Mr. Sessions decides that he just wants to implement the federal law that it's fucking illegal he can't he can set in send in the federal police to seize illegal narcotics mm. it's a thing he can do that's semi his job as the attorney general do you think he's gonna i think he's a alabama boy who uh probably has never smoked a joint in his life probably believes most of the reefer madness that's been fed to him. I I mean, that's the thing, is that Republicans are all about states' rights until you're talking about something they don't like. You know, they say it should be all about states' rights and you're talking about, you know, whether or not companies have to hire gay people or not. But you're like, okay, well, this state chose to legalize marijuana. And they're like, yeah, but marijuana is illegal. Well, this state chose to un-illegal it. Yeah, but no. No. It's that moral order bullshit that they pull. But the DEA is pulling false information down, so that's also a step in the right direction for us. So I'm not giving up hope just yet. I like to stay. I mean, I felt I said the same thing about Trump. I was like, you know, everybody says he's going to be real bad. And I said, maybe he won't be that bad. Uh, well, for, being about a month in, I'm going to take back those words and go, he's worse than I thought. Well, from the he uh, his, from the article, it says Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions has a long history of opposition to cannabis legalization. In a confirmation hearing last month, last month, Sessions was cagey when questioned about whether he would instruct the Justice Department to enforce federal laws that criminalize marijuana in states that have voted to legalize the drug. Quote, it's not so much the attorney general's job to decide what laws to enforce, unquote, Sessions said at the time. The White House later indicated that Sessions would follow Trump's lead on the issue. Of course, because you're not being suggested for this job unless you're willing to be Trump's puppet. So... You mean Bannon's puppet? Well, yes, but, you know, Bannon's Bannon's hand is up Trump's ass, so Trump just puts his hand... Trump's very small hands, easier to fit inside Bannon, people's asses. Bannon is Geppetto. Yes, very much. So, SNL what, was great, by the way. Did you see that? Like, yes, I did. Even though he's being he's being dodgy with the question, he's not answering straight. Alternative facts. But what he's saying is, well, it's not my choice what laws to enforce, which what he's saying is there's a law saying it's illegal. I'm going to treat it like it's fucking illegal. That's what that means. Words mean things. Look it up in a dictionary. Hilarious. Yeah. So it it could it I don't want to say I'm worried. Look at this old fart. Yeah. I mean he's from Ala fucking Bama. What do you, it, it's it it they you know how they feel about weed. 
I know how they feel about white sheets. Well, I mean, listen, I I've been through Alabama. I've seen this. And they don't like to just sleep on them. This is a real thing that I said when I was down there because I started counting. I saw more Confederate flags down there than I saw American flags. For people who claim to be patriots and love this country, I saw many more Confederate flags when I was driving through there than I saw American flags. And that's not patriotism to me. Absolutely not. I don't think that that's, you know... It's disheartening. Yeah. It's the opposite of patriotism. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's it's it creates a divide and it also just says I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't I don't want to name call cuz I'm trying to be I'm trying to be more outreaching towards these people and try and I, talk I, and humanize myself I and, know, I, I, and treat them the way I, I would am. want to be treated, but No, I, I am. No, I know, but at the same time they make it fucking it's it it can be hard. It's very hard. It's hey. very very hard. How about you can have your guns? If we can have our weed, I, I'm down. With no, that. because I, I want to take. Well, no, in Alabama, I don't. You don't need to take away guns because there's no population density. But LA needs to get rid of its fucking guns. I would like to just see the people that have the guns smoke the weed. Then they'd be less likely to go shoot everybody. Yeah, maybe that's true. That's they'd very be true. like, maybe I will go to the fridge instead. <laughs> get some frozen or no in the freezer for the fro- the frozen girl scout cookies oh god yeah i got frozen thin mints the, the, by the way the only way to eat a thin mint if you have it room temperature I, I don't even think i think it's a substandard cookie you freeze it it's the best cookie in the world in in the world sorry i just i just watched the whole season of grand tour so i got a, i got a whole lot of jeremy clarkson going on in me in the world I, these girl scout cookies the the little Girl Scouts they've got hustle. No, oh, those girls hustle, man. They get at the foot of the fucking escalator at the grocery store with their smiles and their signs and the, and they're right on it. Like you can't get past them. Oh no, outside Trader fucking hawking it. Outside Trader Joe's. I mean, they're fucked now because it's raining out. But they actually chalked the ground saying that the hours that they'd be there the next day. That's fucking smart. Gangster. Fucking smart little shits. All right, moving on. You were excited about this one. There's a gentleman who uh, has started a cannabis sommelier class. It's called the Trichrome Institute. It's run by a man, and I can say this because I am one who looks very Jewy. Uh, <laughs> Max Montrose. Yeah, boy, howdy. I mean, he looks like uh, he looks like Woody Allen's illegitimate brother. Yeah, or or like they share chromosomes. Yeah, definitely. Just woo, but also fucking small yay classes for weed. Are you fucking serious? Really? <laughs> what the fuck is what? What the fuck is he doing? What does it say? Uh, he he created classes for people to have the chance to become the equivalent of weed sommeliers, which he has coined as. He, he says, he says, quote, unlike almost every other cannabis education company there is, all of my information is reviewed and approved by the highest authorities in cannabis, law, science, and medicine. Highest authorities according to who? You, Montrose? You f- Listen. Quote, we're trying to create education and he- training programs that legitimate and train people on what cannabis is and how it works so that we can have a more productive industry. You, oh my god! I I hate people no, who no, use no. the same word multiple times. It's in not sentences. a weed sommelier. He coined it as interpiner. So I'm thinking because the word terpene is in there. So I was trying to 
I think that I'm pronouncing it correctly, but a quote, interpreter. Like an interpreter, but terpener. What a fuck. What a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I what like. What a douche. I mean, I like puns. I like the worst puns, but that, I know you do. But Trust that, me. But I that know. one just. That one. Ugh, boo. It's clever. Uh, boo. <laughs> boo, Max Montrose. The most recent interpreting, like interpreting, but interpreting. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> interpreting class had people from all walks of life participating. There were weed growers, bud tenders, business prospects, lawyers, cannabis refugees. Uh, this is highlighted. Um, medical patients and everyday people interested in learning more about how to become an interpreter. What the fuck? But this little dork, he's cool. He's got a little... Everybody can find their niche. They find yeah, their hustle. To be an interpreter is to interpret terpenes. You... Oh, you fucking cunt. Uh, oh, I, see, I didn't even scroll down and I already assumed what I knew what that meant because I know what a fucking terpene is. If you don't know what a terpene is and you're listening, uh, it's basically the... The, the floral profile, like the essential oil of the plant. That's why some smell fruity, some smell lemony. So they all have different terpene profiles, which are the same types. I mean, those fla- that bring flavors out in fruits, those are also terpenes. The interpening class consists of three hour long lectures of a three hour of a three hour long lecture, a 15 minute break and 45 minutes of olfactory and visual workshops for various cannabis features and concludes with a certification test. Okay. There is nothing in this world. What did I say that earlier? You could become an expert on in how many hours? In 4 hours. Oh, but you could take a comedy class. You will never. This is the weed version of a comedy class. It is. It's the weed version like listen, you either fucking have a good nose for weed it's a or you don't. It's a comedy class if you didn't know. Yeah, it's that's a never take don't take classes on things that don't take art classes basically. No, that's a bad thing to say. No, art, but, I, but I've always believed. I'm like, listen, if you, technique. if you if if you Mediums. feel art in your in your life, then make art. But going to a class for art, it's like you can't teach talent. Right. I understand that there's certain like joke structure or like writing for late night TV, those types of style of writing. You there, you do need a little guidance about like word economy and trimming the fat and all that stuff, but. A lot of the rule of three, all those things, but you can get that out of a book. But people, when it's it's the same thing with the people that can't do teach, and a lot of times, sometimes you are lucky. I had a, a teacher that I, I did a late night class because it was about like submitting packets as well as desk pieces, and there's a lot more to it than just a stand up comedy class, which I I can't imagine would be. I think that would be a lot of torture. <laughs> I'm just I, no I'm so blown. Anyone. I I know people that go out there and teach class, and I, I'm and just I'm so not, blown away yeah, that no people offense. would fall for this, this kind of shit. Where it's like he's he's telling you how to smell weed. Like go on go online, and I I guarantee you, you will find a page that will take you far less than three fucking hours to read. That will teach you all of this information. I mean, it, it's it, called YouTube. Indica smell. Indica smells skunky. Uh, sativa smells spicy. There you go. I I just cut like 
95 minutes out of his fucking lecture. Didn't I? So, did, uh, did I told you about how I had that. I, I got paid to. And they even took taxes out of my check. Because I got my W-2s from it the other day. Last year, remember, I, I got paid to smoke weed on camera and guess whether it was indica or sativa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, right. I got like, I missed one, but the one was like, it was a hybrid, so it was kind of. Uh, uh, whatever. Well, hybrids are always the you know. Yeah, I know it's on the on the middle, but regardless, that getting paid to be able to tell it's like you can smell it, you can tell. Like I, I, you can't teach that in four hours. I worked at four different dispensaries, and actually, you know, in a span of ten years, and have like had my hands like you know help help people with t- like I've seen so many different yeah, wine small yays spend a lot more than four fucking hours learning about wine oh yeah a lot more than four like, hours a lot like in multiples of more than just another four hours like they gotta go to Bordeaux and- <laughs> yeah like that's it's a it's a whole fucking thing to become a wine small yay yeah but he's so the got, point that it's a pretty well-paying position. But if he's you, got a way to get you know make, make he's got a way to make money. So it's a everybody has their hustle in this industry, and if you you know finding is the whole like the gold rush selling the picks. Any type of any type of weed related thing is hot just as much as weed is hot, and it's harder to get into weed, and, and it's a lot easier to make. Yeah, a lot of people are getting into the ancillar weed stuff. You know, the stuff that surrounds weed. It's not quite weed. Yeah. But also coming up with, like, innovative stuff for the industry. I mean, I know people keep trying to come up with trim machines that are going to actually not hack your bud to shit. And, I, you know, I always think, like, even my perfect example, they're pulling out all those self-checkouts out of all these places. Because they suck. They suck. And it... Because most people don't. (laughs) Nobody likes them. And I know I'm quoting someone that... Said that most of them don't have the brain capacity to use those things. You know, like the 80% of the people are retarded. No, my favorite will always be Bill Burr. <laughs> and he's just like, am I wearing a name tag? No, uh-huh. no, because I don't fucking work here. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, was my name on the schedule today? No, I don't fucking work here. This is not my job. It's yeah. not. He goes, he goes, half the time, he goes, I just walk up to the self-checkout thing, and if nobody starts scanning my stuff, I just walk on past. I'm like, well, I tried to pay you. Yeah. But there's all these, they're taking those out. Good. I know lots of people that have bought, spent tons of money on these trim machines, and in the end, you still have to go over it with your hand. It doesn't perfectly get things. Uh, it's just nothing like a hand manicure if you have really good quality bud, and it's, and I know I'm I'm only trying to perk myself up too because it's sad when you think your job's getting taken away by a machine. But I mean, welcome true, true. to the auto industry, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. Well, automation is always good. I mean, if there's a way to make things easier, sure. But yeah, but I, I feel like we've t- I've talked about this a lot in the podcast. It's I very with delicate, Mitch. and you don't want to knock the trichomes off. It loses the potency. I've talked about this a lot with Mitch on the tech podcast that we do. That you know the. The problem with the future and modernization and all that stuff, it's like people lose jobs. If you make a job easier, less people are needed to do it. People lose jobs. That's a, we are getting to a point where, you know, Wally, 
We're always going to be, you know, uh. fat on carts with nothing to do because everything is automated. Everything's done by machines. It's, that's, that's a, uh, what uh, is it? Honestly, uh, they all, I believe it's Walmart. No, no, it's the not Walmart. The respond but, better too when you actually interact with it and give it your energy. And I know, I know I'm a fucking hippie when I say yeah, that. Yeah, that, 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 that was, was really, that was, that was up there on that the hippie was up there on Plants that. don't have feelings. I'm I need, sorry. That's, I need a button for like when I'm reaching the... <laughs> yeah, and it's like just a... I a, went off the hippie meter. A, a button that just like sets off flowers and rainbows <laughs> and, and unicorns and patchouli oil in the fucking air. And, oh, 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 yay, patchouli oil. Thank God. You fucking wear patchouli, don't you? No, not really, but no, I do. I do like it in aromatherapy because it actually does wake you up. So it's good if you yeah. Can. Well, stuff that stinks really bad usually <laughs> wakes me up too. The smell the of wet garbage <laughs> usually will fucking zap me right my, away. My my friend calls it patrulli. He's like, oh, is that that fucking patrulli? My my Marty. Like I'll be yeah, like I'll be like really way. really tired and then I'll be walking down the street and I'm like is that a rotting carcass I'm awake now oh it's not that bad <laughs> calm down <laughs> calm down I didn't smell as much patchouli uh, this year at the Emerald Cup as I have in the past yeah I, I I went to the Emerald Cup I went uh, I was up north doing my thing in the on an organic farm I was working on an organic farm Jesus fucking Christ it liked to rain a lot. I'm surprised that you ever wear shoes. Um, you know, <laughs> if I wasn't afraid of hookworm from like, you know, all the vermin and I don't know, strays and just idiots. Right. You would walk around barefoot. Yeah. Like I feel it was my backyard and it was like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, totally. Something might bite you, but you're such a hippie. What? I've actually I've only I've got stung by a bee twice by stepping on it so yes yeah it hurts it hurts it does not feel good no i was a little kid though but still i like to be barefoot and i wasn't really a big fan of pants either i'm still really not (laughs) but like in the privacy of my own home because when i see people walking around these days without pants on like that's a thing like that lady gaga thing i just like to ask them like excuse me did you know you forgot your pants (laughs) you left your pants no listen that's the the one thing i don't like about having a roommate is like i'm one of those people i'm like oh no one's coming over i'm gonna be naked on my couch Uh uh, yeah fucking clothes who needs them i'm I, i get you on that one like definitely enjoys being like ah fucking pants who need yeah fuck pants but that doesn't make me a hippie that makes me someone who likes fucking not wearing pants. Free balls? Oh, fucking free ball, free everything. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. No, I, well, I mean, hey, free the nipple. It's It deserves to be free. That free the nipple whole thing is a big old, like, it's a guy that worships aliens and thinks that aliens believe that we should, you know, be as we were when we first came to Earth, which was not wearing clothes. And it, I just really, it's just a, well, way, he's it's fucking, a way for him to get girls to take their shirt off. Nah, I, I hey, mean, I, I'm not mad at him. I think it's pretty hey, clever. If I'm not wearing my shirt at a ba- at a baseball game, I it's it's perfectly socially acceptable. A woman does the same thing, and it's not socially acceptable. That isn't that is a double standard. It is. That is absolutely a double standard. It is. It's like titty hijab. <laughs> <laughs> a titty hijab. Okay, I. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. It's uh, holding it down, holding it down, for keeping the, t- the sacred hidden. I, pff, 
Sorry, like, I don't know where that A came. bunch of women go into like a fucking game if they were like, let's paint the fucking name of the team on our chest like dudes do. They can't. Uh, I think body paint is allowed, actually. Well, but they no. can't fucking show their titties. No, they they can't. They hide the nip. Yeah. Oh, God. It's yeah. just a nipple. It's just a little nipple. It's a fucking... Well, I mean, some nipples are not that little, but no. it's, they're just Hockey nipples. Pucks. Yeah. Oh, fucking hey. Um, the pepperonis. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, sometimes the pepperoni are fun you know it's, it's a variety is it weird that i want pizza now <laughs> not even just because i'm high and i just like w- was just trying to steer off the topic of titties and onto this next topic of um weed social clubs in oh colorado. yes weed social clubs in colorado so basically a byow uh, where you could smoke indoors right that's yeah um, it's they're they're like basically could possibly be the first to do it. Uh, California and Maine voters expressly signed off on public consumption, so but they just haven't implemented anything or made any rules. So it's just kind of hmm, we'll see what happens. But they could be the first. But it'll be like cigar bars or tasting rooms. But you can be you know BYOW. There's some cool places. I've I worked at a place that had um, it was an adjacent building, so it was technically a different address. But they had like a lounge, and you could go into the shop, get your medicine, then go to the lounge next door and vape only. But some people would dab and you know hang out. They had music. Sometimes they had community. Food. Like it was a really cool place. Like they had. Jazz, well, we've done the, we've done the headroom. We did the headroom a few times. Headroom's another place. That's, but every, that's but more every like time a, I'm there, I'm kind of like, this feels like it's not allowed. Well, it it's low key. You have to know people to kind of get there. Yeah, they have an Instagram. That's a fancy way of saying you're right, Alex. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, Alex. It isn't very legal, is it? <laughs> no, no. I mean, if you're, but you're, it a, toes a line. But you're a member. So the way that they do it, and I, people have sponsors, and they they have so people can also bring their own stuff and use one of the pieces because there's some. Really I hate cool that pieces. they. We need to start. Either AA needs to stop calling them sponsors, or we need to stop calling them sponsors because I hate having that thing. Like it's very. Spo- I meant a sponsor where you you you're a company that sponsors and. <coughs> To promote their business. Yeah, no, I know. They could just be a you know a oh, promoter for the night. It's a freshie. It does need a freshie, doesn't it? I just I, I just hit a very I, I hit a very assy bowl there. Yeah, I could smell it, and I based on your cough, I'm just like yeah, it was gross, like, disgusting, Na- nasty, as they say. But the bong is clean. I have to praise you for that. Yeah, thank you. Well, I I did change the water today. So uh-huh. you were much. Yeah, you, you made you made it clear. You're like, I have a clean bomb. <laughs> like that was like a bargaining chip, which I'm not mad at. at all. But I am here. I, I, the I, bargaining chip was a clean bong electricity. We had because uh, the power's this, out at your house. Some big storm here in California where they said, "Hey, my backyard flooded." I was about an inch away from it coming in my back door. The wind was crazy. There's no power on my street, and. Um, it was it was like every other block in your neighborhood because yeah. when I got off the freeway going into Hollywood, I got off at Highland. Yeah, every other block on high like the big intersection before Hollywood and Highland, mm-hmm. those two lights were out, A lot and of- then Highland was up, 
And then just past sunset was down again. A lot of it is those palm leaves. Yeah, those fuckers those were everywhere. Those are dangerous. They're, yeah. They're like as as long as your car, at least. They're and, heavy as and fuck. they're heavy as fuck. They'll smash your window even. And if the wind takes it, it could go right into your window. Yeah, a lot We've of accidents. we had some crazy windstorms out here, but this was the first time where we had like a rain windstorm like this. My, my, yeah. my money tree was looking very sideways when I pulled up. And then I went into my house for a second, kind of forgot. I meant to bring it in because it was looking scary yeah and then i heard crash so i had to repot a plant in the rain today luckily oh, i had to fun. some yeah i wanted to save it i had it for five years i didn't want it to die so but yeah it rescued me i, I got to come now we get to record and yeah uh, hopefully the power will be back on when i return but it seems like there's outages all over the place so we'll see so anyways uh Getting back to the uh, the story, um, yeah, Denver's kind of pushing right now. Uh, a lo- a lot of a lot of states that have legalization have been holding off on this because they are worried about the administration and the way they're going to view marijuana. Right. Colorado is taking the honey badger approach uh-huh. of not giving a shit. Well, it's also that they agree that the tourists need a place to do this. Because they want you to have, they don't want public consumption. You have to find an off-site place yeah. to do this. Oh, I also have to neener, neener in your face that Vegas did actually get legalized. Yeah, I, Vegas is recreational. I'm perfectly, I am perfectly okay being wrong about that one. Yeah, and they because I think that because I think Vegas is the only city that that can happen. In, though I still stand by my, if you legalize gambling, you probably won't legalize. Marijuana. Uh, I still stand by that. I think Vegas is the only city that would because Vegas isn't about gambling. Vegas is about what do you want to do? Fucking give us money. You can do it. Like that's Vegas. I mean, I I've made plenty of bad decisions with or without weed. (laughs) 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 So who is to say? I saw you at my wedding. I'm away. (laughs) (laughs) I had fun. Everybody had fun. It was a great fucking time. But uh, yeah, so Colorado's pushing forward. They they want to do Amsterdam style pot clubs, uh, and basically they say it's because everyone's tired of seeing weed smoking on the sidewalks. Yeah, and that's that's not unfair. In Amsterdam, you're you're not supposed to smoke on the street. I believe that is still illegal. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to smoke in coffee shops, right? So they need to provide those types of places. They're also, I I think that I mean. But Even the they're, pr- they're, you know, having hotels that allow you to do that or bed and bed and breakfast. Well, listen, as much as I love the the way this country is built, this is kind of essentially sometimes the problem with this whole states. Right. And I'm a big states rights person. This is the problem, though, with states rights is that Colorado wants to make this decision. And the federal government is like, yeah, but it's against our rules. And Colorado is like, well, fucking what do you want us to do with them? And it, it's it's a very big round off. It's a circle jerk, I think. is Wouldn't that be the best way to describe it, April? Just a, a big political circle jerk. Oh, you mean the caucus? The, it's, a big, <laughs> it's a big caucus. It's a caucus. It's a, it's a circle caucus. <laughs> yeah. I just had to bring it back around. You did. That's a good um, callback. Uh, I, I think that they need to provide... Someone needs to start doing it to see... Then it's going to be an issue of people 
being intoxicated and driving. Yep. So there has to be some sort of like way to tell in place. So because right now they ruled that if you are a medical patient, you can't be charged with the DUI. But in a recreational state, does that differ? I don't know. I mean, it's this is personally. Listen. You're talking to someone who preferred the medical situation. I don't really like recreational legalization. Uh, I like that it frees people from jail who don't belong in jail, but that's about the extent of my approval for uh, recreational legalization. So, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. It's this is a it, they people definitely need a safe place to consume. That that I'm not wishy-washy on. They definitely need a safe place to consume. I just don't know if pushing ahead with this right now is the best idea in the world because I think it's just going to – you're drawing attention, you know? Don't draw attention, man. I know, but I like how we, we just keep letting Colorado do things first and we get to learn from Yeah, but we're not we'll learning learn. from them. Our laws here in California are oh, nothing like Colorado's laws no. and we learn nothing from them. No, the the the, the czar for cannabis that in here in, in California has taken what Colorado has done, also Washington, how it's been overtaxed and they're assuring us, she's assuring us that it's not Gonna, they're they're going to do it right here. Right, well, I believe I got to got to have hope. Well, we'll see. Anyways, we will be back next week. Uh hopefully get try and get back to a more regular regular schedule now. Regularly scheduled. Regularly scheduled. But uh yeah, you got anything coming up uh you know promote? Um mm. No, I'm gonna be. I'm going on another trip again. Oh jeez. Yeah. Well, actually, I am too. Next uh, week, I'll be in Reno. I'll be uh, hosting all the shows. That so we maybe can. we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, Crystal Bay. No, you know we, we might bang one out early in the week. We'll see. See what happens. Anyways, uh, thank you to uh, Crab Diving Network. Thank you to the Rafopolis Studios. We missed you guys. Uh, we missed you. We will hopefully be back next week. We will hopefully be back next week. We-